we love it. For tonight's podcast episode, we are actually doing our Spark Sparking Pilot episode review. This was something from Nick Practice, and everything was actually an independent actor, but not only that, but he was also the set manager for, for this uh for this pilot episode. So this is something that I'm excited about talking about. Uh so without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this. So basically, you have this character, his name is Marshall. He and after a breakup, Marshall decides to go for the extreme career change and pursue the life of an apprentice, learning what it truly takes to be a tradesman, and that not and that not everyone is cut out for the trades. So, in the opening, we see Marshall. He's being introduced to the other four men and stuff like that on the floor, and basically you're being introduced into the kind of vibe and type of setting that these guys are working in and things like that. They always, here's the thing. It reminds me of uh, like ladder 49, for example, stuff like that, where they're actually doing pranks on walking Phoenix and stuff like that. And this is exactly what it feels like in a sense, but also too, this also feels like uh, this also feels like that Philadelphia show on uh, FX though, too. Oh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it also has that kind of vibe. Am I wrong or am I right on that? I mean, it's got that vibe for it. I think mean, it's kind of, it's set in Chicago and and then well, you, you see the landmarks and then, and, and then, and then it's just set in this one location. So I don't know if the future episodes will kind of do that. So it's kind of like it's a sunny in Philly, but it kind of isn't because sunny in Philly has been on for like ever and it's the longest running like show. Like it's definitely run up there with Simpsons and well, not as many episodes as Simpsons or Family Guy or South Park, but it's it's up there. It's got like, I think at least fifteen. Um, um, let me double check on that. But yeah, it's got that kind of vibe to it. And I think you were saying earlier it's got a scrubs in the office feel to it a little bit too. Right. It also has that kind of vibe to it. I definitely like the humor whenever you look at it and stuff like that, especially when you're especially when Marshall is being introduced to Rick. Rick is kind of like the douchebag of the show in a sense because of the fact that when Marshall goes on ahead and introduces himself, he's like, so what, what do you do? He goes, can you bend pipe? Yeah, I can bend pipe. And so basically what winds up happening is he goes, Marshall winds up saying, yeah, I can bend pipe. I got an A in piping and bending pipe. Because you hear that, everybody? He got an A in piping. And then uh, he starts making up a bunch of words that starts with A and things like that. And also, too, we're also introduced also to, of course, the main foreman, the boss that's in charge of everything, too, which happens to be Ryan Taylor. Ryan Taylor is actually a woman that Marshall was totally not even expecting that loophole, that at all, because he was actually over there just snooping around in her office. He goes, yeah, what can I say? I like to snoop. That's my thing. That's what I do. And <laughs> I really like territory. that. <laughs> because I actually have friends that plunder around for no reason. They just go on people's stuff and they don't take anything. They just plunder. And that's what reminds me of Marshall, though. He goes, yeah, I just like to plunder. That's all I like to do. But what did you think of the setup for that? I mean, I thought the episode was decent. I mean, it had uh, there was moments where I chuckled a lot. Like, I mean, like the foreman. I keep getting so much John David Washington vibes because he looks exactly like him a little bit. 
Um, and then, like, I mean, and the, the one, the one guy, and like, I forgot. I don't know. Although there's so many characters in this, and we don't really know their names. They just, they're just like there. Like this guy in the green shirt, he's talking about like, he, um, like it was like during the, uh, the confrontation. And he's like saying, um, saying Tommy Lee Jones, and I forgot the acronym for that. And he goes, well, uh, KCR. TLG. TLG. Yeah, was, TLG. Yeah. TLG. yeah. Someone was like Tommy Lee Jones, and he's like talking about the fugitive. I don't care, and he's like, can't even. He's trying to quote it, and then he guy goes, "Well, it's got to be a lot. There's there needs to be some KCR. It's Keanu Charles Reeves. I don't even think that's his last name. He's like, and he's like trying to intimidate him, but it was really bad <laughs> intimidation. It's like it's like, oh yeah, that was a porno, and I was like, or something of that nature. And he goes, Keanu Reeves should have been in that or whatever. Um, and he's There's like, also. Yeah, there's also yeah. that other thing that he mentions though because he was doing like imi imitations of Keanu Reeves mm -hmm. of Bill and Ted he was even doing other films also too kind of John I think he also did maybe a John Wick one though too and stuff like that but it was also funny the way he was actually doing it because yeah he wasn't in that movie but he should have been in it and I really like it because it reminds me of you and I mm -hmm. and everything talking about movies talking about Keanu Reeves talking about action film. So you actually yeah. have some type of thing where people can relate to, which is something that I really do appreciate about that. Yeah. Um, and then they're just making, they make a lot of dick jokes or whatever. Like then, then like, it, it's kind of like they're hazing Marshall, like the whole time. Like um, he's like, he like, he's 32. No way is he 32. And then they, they, they measure him and then they swing the uh, tape measure out his nuts. And it's like, yeah, this is like complete hazing him. I just feel so bad for him. But then again, I don't like anybody on the show. Yeah, there's not anybody that you can actually pretty much root for. But you do feel bad for Marshall in a sense because this is his first day at the job. But also, too, it takes me back to my vocational days of being going in for electricity, going in for AC air conditioning and stuff like that, too. I told you about this before we started up. Mm -hmm. But there was even this one thing where we would take the tape measure, right? And someone would actually say, yep, you're about that close to becoming a dick sucker. And then there's also another thing, too, where I can actually relate to. We would actually be so angry by the end by the second semester that we all thought we needed counseling because we were all mad at each other. A bunch of group of guys working on AC units and stuff like that in the vocational part of it. By the time that we were done, we were glad to be done. Mm -hmm. Because we were all getting on each other's nerves. I said, no wonder why we need a psychology for this major. Because by the time we're done, we're going to need psychology because of everybody in this class. But, you know, and then also too with the condu, bending the condu and stuff like that. And I can relate to that because of electricity. Uh, and also realizing how hard it is to actually bend condu in the right way that it needs to be bent is also hard, hard as well. So I figured that I also, I know for a fact that they captured that really well. Um, but yeah, whenever we're introduced also into Ryan Taylor and everything, I remember when he's sitting on the couch and he's like, you know what? I remember this, Th this started off just like a porno. And then of course, you know, Taylor's like, well, you're going to have to go on ahead. I'm going to be keeping an eye on you. And he's like, Ooh, you're going to keep an eye on me. No, not just you, everybody around you. <laughs> So it has like a little bit of a Ryan Reynolds kind of feel, though, whenever uh, she says that I'm going to keep an eye on you. You can definitely tell that he's thinking sexually that she's going to keep an eye on him. So it has like a, that little Ryan Reynolds vibe from National Lampoon's uh, vacation. 
Or, 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 or is it Van Wilder? Van Wilder. Van Wilder. Okay. Sorry. There's so many yeah. uh, National Lampoon's movies out there. Yeah, and there's and then there's spoofs of the spoofs of that. So I'm um, actually <laughs> for Sony and Philly, it'll be about um they just renewed it in December of twenty for um four more seasons. So it'll be up to season eighteen. Sunny mm. season and sunny is like so we're at 154 episodes right now. It's gonna hit the probably 200, 200 mark when when it's all said and done. But mm-hmm. uh but yeah, I mean that show's still running. Um it's it that show's hysterical. But uh I don't know. I mean I the one issue I had it like I mean I definitely got that this is an FX kind of vibe for it because of the the M, the TVMA rating for language. But the problem is I think right off the bat, I think we talked about it. They drop an F-bomb, like, right when the thing starts. And I think they kind of need, like, and it's like, I don't want them to be dropping F-bombs for the sake of just dropping F-bombs, like, like that. I mean, I kind of want it, like, like, because it kind of takes you out. And I, like, when them cussing a lot, it just kind of, I mean, yeah, it might be the trade. Again, I don't have any experience in that. But just, it just, for me, it just took me out of it a little bit with just them dropping F-bombs for the sake of dropping F-bombs. And it just... I mean, sure, you can cuss. That's fine. I'm not telling you not to cuss, but it's just too like much you, of it can kind of like ruin it in a sense. So, in other words, is you're just saying reserve yourself for when you want to go ahead and drop that f bomb, yeah, and everything, and that way it'll be a lot. The, the, so for you, so the way it won't be that forced. Reserve yeah. it for a little bit for whenever the joke actually needs to be landed for an yeah. f bomb in that yeah. kind of way. And then, because I thought some stuff seemed kind of forced in this, like they're trying to force comedy. And like, there's moments I did chuckle, but then again, a lot of times I'm like, okay, like, like I'm like, I need this. Like, I mean, before I'm officially sold on the show, I need to see more. Like, at least three between three to five episodes, and then like that, and then I can like fully determine if I'm going to continue on with this or not. So again, it's hard to tell for me about like I, it's decent. Would I probably see another episode? Sure, because I like the how it ended and how Marshall got pranked Rick because then again like I do I I don't like Rick at all. Um I did like the twist at the end though. I mean that was that was right. funny. Let's talk about some of the things though too. Like I don't know how he met how Marshall memorized all that stuff that um that everybody wanted for breakfast because I know I would have been lost. But then again he used to be a server so it actually makes sense on him memorizing everybody's stuff. Except for the syrup. Except for the sir, that's the only thing that he forgot. And I liked how the even though Rick is a douche, I couldn't help but laugh at the part where he throws a pancake at Marshall because it that, on his face. <laughs> it just dicks on his face. And I like how he goes, "What you you have spaghetti, but you have sauce. Don't you need sauce to have spaghetti? You want what? chocolate milk, but guess what? You have milk, but you don't have chocolate." Why would you have one without the other? Of course I want syrup on my yeah. pancakes. Why would or, I not want syrup on my pancakes? Or ketchup on a hot dog. <laughs> dog. That, that, no. one's, that one's debatable. Like, that's the only <laughs> one. So that one's debatable. Um, but it's like, I mean, and then him, Neil, like, and then, then talking about, like, tr- all right, it's Monday, just dropping a binder. Okay, so no tripping, no <laughs> slipping, no falling. And that's exactly what happened to Marshall. He tripped, he fell, and he slipped. Because he nailed, like, his Rick, I knew Rick hid that, uh, his toolbox. And he's like, I'm not here to babysit you. I'm like, dude, the guy's the first day. Don't be such a dick. And I was like, like, I mean, but it's like, um, but, and then of course him nailing the, uh, his bag to the floor and he slips and everybody's just standing there laughing. And I was like, 
isn't it like or, or isn't gonna somebody do something and then like and then um and then the prank that he pulled on Rick I thought was kind of funny about like the, the one rule is no phones unless it's for Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> and then another funny uh, go back going back on what you said though first about the f bombs and stuff like that for me it worked because of the fact I was in that kind of environment. Um, because, I, like I said, my trade was uh, HVAC work and electricity, and on people in vocational classes, they do cuss right out of the gate and everything pretty much. So I feel like they actually got that aspect right into that. So for me, that actually worked because it was something that was relatable to me. But I can understand why that wouldn't work for you because of the fact that you weren't, you never went to like a trade school or anything like that to where you can actually going ahead and relate to that so i totally understand where you're coming from with that and it's also i'm i'm a casual viewer i have no idea what goes into the working what, what you used to do at the vocational school i have no idea so i'm kind of like the casual viewer watching this and i could see sure it work, may work for some them cussing off the bat but for others it that and i think they got to try to walk a thin line like try to walk about be balanced to to work on your audience and then work on on the casual viewer, they gotta work. They gotta like do it. Be a little bit balanced. Like, sure, mm. use it, use the f bomb, but don't use it as much. I mean, because that might turn some people away from whenever whatever ne network this is on. Um, it, it like whatever whatever it's gonna determine it because it'll probably if they're doing f bombs, like I don't know, they'll have to probably be in it either an FX, a Hulu, an HBO Max. It has to be one of those. It's definitely not gonna be. ABC, NBC, Fox, no, CBS. It's not going to be any of those. Um, so they got it. Like so, they got like that. That one. That'll be other choice. But like, how can they reach the bigger audience? And I think, and if they're going to cuss, limit the like limit the. You're not the not not any of those stuff. But probably like maybe a streaming service. Maybe what Hulu's doing with FX. That that partnership with that. Like I mean, they, they that that's what they'll have to figure out. What can they get? But also, they're also restricted because of the cussing and stuff. So, right. Um, another thing though that I thought that was actually funny was when Marshall's carrying up the uh, pipes up the stairs because the person doesn't want them to actually take the elevator or anything like that. And also, too, that we also have this other guy named Hasper. Uh, that tells him what he needs to be doing. So he goes all the way up the stairs and everything. And then he winds up uh, realizing what he means by uh, the donut. There's actually a quote about the donut. What what was that? Something about powder donut. Uh, make sure you powder your donut. Powder, like powder. Make sure you powder your donut or whatever. I don't know. I think it's like because the thing's so long, probably hits him in the middle or something. Again, I don't know. I didn't get the reference. <laughs> in a sense, I think it comes down to the cornstarch thing that we got in Chef with the humidity to where they actually put cornstarch on their nuts to where their balls won't, so it won't stick. That's what that I'm thinking. I, I'm, I think that makes sense. Yeah, I think that makes sense because it's – and I think the other reason they told him not to use the elevator is because they want to make – they're trying to haze the rookie and like – and his name is Casper. He's the driver, but the big – but they just on the Casper, the big D. And, again, it was another dick joke. <laughs> And then uh, there's also another thing, too, where basically he asked where Marshall asked Rick, where's my bag at? He goes, I don't know. Ask the electricians. He goes, where's the electricians at? I don't know. Look for the two dummies that don't know how to wire up anything. How, sh how should I know? 
And then next thing you know, it that's when they take the tape measure and everything, and then they wind up uh, doing that whole entire joke that you mentioned. Oh, I think the uh, the answer is yeah. you powdered your donuts. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, Thank you. I do appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and then and then it was and then Rick is like and then him eating the lunchable, and is like, dude, how old are you? He's <laughs> like, what? It's for ages four and up. Uh. <laughs> And I'm like, and he's sitting there doing the sippy cup. <laughs> and he gets all pissed off, though, too. And he has, like, the uh, the little Kool-Aid in the pouches and just sipping on his uh, Kool-Aid, which makes it fun. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he knows how he can, he can dish it out, but I don't think he can take it. No, clearly he can't take it because we saw what Marshall does to him. He winds up taking a picture of him. And also, too, he also puts... Uh, Marshall puts his own phone number in his uh, in Rick's phone to make it look like he's actually the foreman and everything. And so therefore, that's when they go on it. That's when uh, Marshall winds up doing that prank on him. But what did you think of the setup for that? I mean, I mean, it was nice to see Marshall finally do something like it's, instead of this, instead of just taking it all the time, he's dishing it out. And then I just like the Rick's reaction to, uh, to uh, the boss, and the boss is like sitting there ignoring him like the whole time. I thought he had head. I, that would have been funny if he had headphones on or whatever. And he goes, he complains to me about every single like every every day comes in and complains to me about something. And I, I forgot what the two of them were, but he's just like, dude, I, I'm tired. Of, he's like, dude, if you're tired of him, just fire him. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's that simple. But then we realize why he can't just get fired because boss's daughter exactly and i also like hey dad i'm gonna go on hand drive right drive around and pick you up he goes dad dad poppy yeah <laughs> dad dad <laughs> he's telling him, don't even think about it because you know because the way ryan like the boss ryan's like hey marshall i'll see you, I'll, I'll make sure i'll see you tomorrow and and the way she specifically said it's just to piss off her dad <laughs> And Marshall's over there, like, looking at her butt. Like, and then that's when Rick goes, don't even think about it. But, yeah, I thought that the characters, to me, had good dynamics, good chemistry with each other. They were able to bounce off of each other really well, to me. Even though, like you said, the characters are not someone that you're root for, in a sense. But you can't deny the fact that they have chemistry within the first episode, which is something that's really important as a viewer to have that chemistry and that setup for the pilot episode. So that way, maybe you might want to test out the waters again for a second or third episode. I don't know. And again, I need to see more. I mean, one episode for me isn't cutting it with the chemistry. Sure, it seemed like it's there, but I want. I need to see this progress. Like, I need to see the like hear the names of the other characters because they mention it really quick and they go right into like how I want I want to know more about them maybe some more backstory a little bit in the sense that I'm like like how they got well, in like again I'll, I'll I mean I'll definitely need to see a couple more before I fully decide on this if if this is how this is gonna go again I don't know I just it's after oh. one episode it's kind of hard for me to judge it I gotcha. Like, uh, from a critical uh, critical perspective, because like I mean, like it's a first episode, so I need to give it a couple more before I, gotcha. I may have a final say and stuff. I mean, it's decent. I just need to see more. I gotcha. I get where you're coming from. You see, with me though, and everything. I mean, with the Sopranos, we already knew that that there was chemistry within the Sopranos characters within the first episode on how they were interacting with each other. 
with this one, I actually felt the same kind of dynamic in a sense where, you know, you have some stuff that's relatable in the field that they're actually doing. Then you also have some characters that can bounce off each other and joke around and stuff like that and do this prank on this other guy. Like I said, it has this ladder 47 kind of thing where you have a rookie firefighter coming into this fire station and they're doing pranks on walking Phoenix. And this is what it feels like to me. But to me, it works, but I'm with you. I need to see at least three episodes for myself to fully invest in. But as far as the setup goes, as far as the pilot episode goes in itself, I, I like the episode. I'm not going to lie. I laughed. I chuckled. I had a few laughs, which is what this is supposed to be. is like a comedy series. So for a comedy series that's just now getting some buzz around the independent film festivals and everything and things like that, they did a good – no wonder why this thing is getting a lot of buzz right now because – Here's the thing. All comedy is subjective. And, that, and making comedy is probably the toughest thing that you can actually do in the film industry. Because everybody's humor is totally different. Like, for instance, with you, with the F-bombs and stuff like that, it didn't work. For me, it worked. That humor works because I was able to relate to it. So, therefore, like I said, it's totally subjective. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just interested if this show isn't set in that one location. I kind of want to see if it goes into a little bit other, like, see the other areas of Chicago, as you mentioned, it's got a sunny Philadelphia vibe, and they don't. Yeah, most of it's set in Patty's Pub, but they they kind of like go all over the place a little bit, or like so like that. So I'm kind of interested in if they explore a little bit more of the areas of Chicago in a sense, kind of like that. Because I mean, if it if it does that, and then you definitely got it's always kind of like it's it's always sunny in Chicago in a sense. So I mean, I'm, I'm, that was just a funny reference on this because that's that that would be what that is but it'd be an interesting take on it because mm. not many there's not many shows like you have all of course in nbc you have all the oh chicago pd chicago met like and that gets that's kind of tiring because it's like yeah you have three universes all in chicago and that's that's great and all but for this if this one to kind of explore the other areas of chicago it's and it will be a late hard to tone on it because i don't, I don't need to see um like an, an, a fire injury that that's really arson and then one person has to go to chicago med while chicago pd has to figure it out like i don't need to see that i kind of want to see them explore it a little bit more lighthearted i don't need to see oh it's chicago wednesday i don't need to see that <laughs> like that's why i'm kind of hoping that this one expands on that a little bit but a little bit a little bit more lightheartedness to it like see the other areas of chicago and like, I don't know. That's what I'm hoping. Right. Because I know, like, because I, I keep seeing it on NBC, oh, Chicago Wednesdays. And now CBS has got FBI Tuesdays. I'm like, I'm off already. <laughs> <laughs> but you said, though, I like the fact that we finally have a show that's centered in Chicago that's actually, like you mentioned, it's a comedy. It's not something that's drama, not something that's the true, it's kind of like a detective type of show. You have something that you can actually sit there for about an hour, maybe 30 minutes, tops, maybe. And you can enjoy it without having to focus in on, oh, who's the killer? Who's this? You can have a few laughs with your friends and just enjoy the show for what it is. And that's it. And that's the beauty of this show to me and everything. <clears throat> because I promise you, I'm, I wouldn't doubt this. This actually happens where maybe Marshall winds up having to train a rookie and then he, he winds up doing some of the same stuff that Rick did to him. And everything goes, yeah, I used to be a rookie. But look what I where look where I am now, you know, kind of thing. But I could see I could definitely see them doing it to other rookies because they've all done it, and I could see Marshall doing it to another rookie. But uh, 
with that being said, though, I mean, is there any other final thoughts that you want? I know this is a little shorter than normal, but, you know, it's a 30-minute episode, and I I was actually pretty legitimately happy with what I saw. And like I said, I wish Rick, uh, Nick, I wish Nick and the rest of the cast and crew a lot of success with this project and everything. Because, like I said, there's no wonder why this has gotten a lot of buzz in the film festivals and stuff like that. And I'd like to actually have them on here and talk with them a little bit more in depth with this TV series, to be honest with you. No, I think I said it all. I mean, again, we, we need to see, like, we just need to see a little bit more. Um, it's only the pilot episode. I think kind of like after the pilot, sometimes you can determine if you need to, if you're sold on the show or not. I think for me, I'm not, um, I'm, it's decent. I just need to see more before I can officially give my official, I'm all, I, I'm all in on it or, um, or not. Um, okay. But I mean, for, I I mean, I thought I was funny. There's part, parts parts of that were funny. I'm like, sure. I kind of want to see a little bit more to see what 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 happens. Okay. So guys, that's gonna be it for the show. Like I said, I know this is a little bit shorter than usual, but you know, if you guys enjoy this, do us a favor: smash that like button, smash that subscribe button on the bottom of your screen right here. Also, too. Click that little notification bell. This gives you a chance to know when we're going live, when we have other stuff going on. Another thing, too, is I know that everybody was excited about the Rivka Ray interview and stuff like that. But unfortunately, she couldn't make it because of the fact that she's under the weather right now. She's sick. But we are trying to reschedule it for October sometime. So keep an eye out on that. And my thoughts and prayers are with Rivka Ray's right now. So go on ahead. Go to her Instagram, Rivka.Rays, uh, and give you give her some love and support over there. Uh, another thing, too, is we are actually doing a charity for all the victims in Louisiana that lost their homes and stuff like that with the Red Cross. I teamed up with Two Blur Girls Podcast, and all the pro proceeds go over to the uh, goes over to the Red Cross. Another thing too is if you guys want to donate to the page, how do you do that? You just go to uh, GoFundMe.com forward slash Movie Lovers Podcast, and that's how you can donate five to ten dollars over there. But I understand if you can't, but there's other ways to actually support us. How do you do that? You just go ahead and head over to Facebook at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Night over there, underneath the same brand name on Pinterest and on Instagram as well. And then of course, if you want an audio only podcast episode of our show, you can get that where you guys get your podcast from. Good Pods is also a good place that you can actually rate our episodes. Tell us what you think of each episode and things like that. It also helps us out with the audio side, with the rankings and stuff. So go ahead, go to Good Pods. If not, go to Apple Podcasts, rate us over there. Tell us what you think of our episodes and stuff. Then, of course, if you guys want to, go ahead and follow me underneath Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter as well. And then, of course, if you're a sponsor, you can always go ahead and email me at movieloversunite at gmail.com. Or if you want to be on the show, just email me at that same address that I just gave you. And then you guys can also follow me on TikTok at Movie Lovers Unit Zero. So that's everywhere that you can reach me at. It's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. Thank you, Charlie, for joining me as always. Uh, thanks again, Nick, for sending this over. We do appreciate, appreciate it and everything. We wish you a lot of success with this pilot episode. And I hope to, to see you guys on the show sometime next week. I'm hoping to be able to do a little bit of a one-on-one -on -one episode with each person or just having a chat with you guys. So always until next time, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. And bye-bye. See ya.
we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.